Hello all, and welcome to this local history podcast. My name is Eli Miskimmons, and I will be your host today. Here in this episode, I will be talking about something that has affected many things in a city in northern Colorado called Fort Collins. From local architecture, to religion, to the very food that we eat in Fort Collins. This is the history of the local Hispanic community. Since this is a huge history that covers over a century, and involves thousands of people, I obviously can't break it down in just one short podcast here. However, I will attempt to cover some of it by talking about some people and events that have been particularly important to the development of this key part of the Fort Collins community. Though all the lives of the Hispanic immigrants could and did vary a great deal from person to person, I want you to imagine that you are in the life of a common working class immigrant. In this life, you and maybe six, seven siblings live together with your parents in a house that has only three or four small rooms. You work hard, doing labor that many consider to be low, farming, construction, maybe working in a factory. You don't speak the language of most of the residents of the affluent communities across the river, and you aren't even the same religion as most of them. Your family and those of your community are from a country and culture that the locals don't understand, and most people don't expect you to stay for more than a few years. Because of this and many other so-called reasons, you and your family are looked down upon and denied many basic public services and denied services from several private citizens, like access to stores. Realize now that this isn't 1860 in the South or even 1920. This was life for many in the Hispanic community of Fort Collins, especially those who lived in the communities known as Las Tres Colonias, or the Three Colonies, until the 1970s, when they were finally incorporated into Fort Collins proper and received basic amenities such as gas, sanitation, and electricity from the city. Despite the many contributions to the economy and culture of Fort Collins, many Hispanics were heavily discriminated against. Despite these problems, however, the people living within the communities of Las Tres Colonias, of Alta Vista, Buckingham, and Anderson were able to rise above the adversity and discrimination to survive and to thrive. One of the families that helped make this possible was the Romero family, who lived in the house that has since been converted into a museum called El Museo de las Tres Colonias, or the Museum of the Three Colonies. John and Ines Rivera Rimero, Romero and their family moved to Fort Collins shortly before the beginning of the Great Depression in 1927 from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Like most, they came to the area looking for work to help support their family, and like most in the Hispanic community, worked for the Great Western Sugar Company that produced the white gold, or beet sugar, that formed the foundation of the local economy at the time. While Great Western and their farmers provided most of the regular jobs for the Hispanic community, they were often less than honest in their dealings with this community. Throughout much of the time period, most of the Hispanic community did not speak English well enough to be able to understand the legal contracts that they had signed in order to work for Great Western and its farmers. Because of this, many of the farmers in the company were able to find excuses to pay the Hispanic workers late or less than what the workers had originally thought, or even to deny payment altogether. This was when John Romero stepped in to help and become a pillar of the community. Being from Santa Fe and being bilingual, Señor Romero was able to become a legal notary. Despite having to work hard for his own family in such difficult jobs, such as working on the railroad or also working for Great Western like most others, 
Senor Romero realized that he could do more for the Hispanic community. He had seen the problems and abuses that many in his community faced and wanted to help and was able to do so as the area's only Hispanic notary. In this position, he had the legal training and skills to be able to advise and help others of his community against some of the abuses that they faced from the farmers and the company. Yet the Hispanic community faced more than just barriers to economic prosperity. They also faced barriers to their practice of religion. Most members of the community were Catholic, which is a religion that has long faced difficulties and discrimination within the United States. Fearing what is sometimes called popery, or the fear of blind obedience to the Pope leading to the Pope having undue control of Catholics, many throughout the history of the United States have pushed back against any Catholic presence. Fort Collins was no different. The first Catholic Mass in Fort Collins didn't happen until 1878, yet the Hispanic community was doubly troubled here. They were largely Catholic, and they also spoke Spanish. So while Catholic Mass was happening, the Hispanic community did not get a church dedicated to Spanish-speaking Catholics until the construction of the Holy Family Catholic Church in 1929. Like most things, this construction was largely undertaken by the Hispanic community, and they had to do it by themselves. The original construction of the church was largely funded by donations, contributions, and fundraisers from the Hispanic community. People who were so poor that they did not receive plumbing or gas or electricity until the 1970s saved their little money to donate to the construction. Community members would make mops, lunch baskets, food, or anything else they could, and then auction them off to interested buyers. With this fundraising and donations, the Holy Family Catholic Church was built, with its first Spanish-speaking minister being a priest from Quebec named Joseph Pierre Trudel. With such grassroots organizations, the Hispanic religious community kept growing and thriving. These influences that the Hispanic community has had throughout its history on the overall character of Fort Collins can be seen every day. As we go through streets and see adobe buildings and eat the Hispanic-influenced cuisine or see the religious diversity, it is important to remember those who struggled and overcame the challenges of life and society to bring this diversity and influence. I encourage everybody to learn more about these influences and to go to the Museo de las Tres Colonias at 425 10th Street, Fort Collins, Colorado, or to join the museum's Facebook page and discover more about the history of the Hispanic community in Fort Collins. Thank you.